It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Well, I came across an article that listed the 10 secrets to fetch top dollar if you're looking to sell your home. And I wanted to see if you agree with all of these, if you think some of these are a little bit out there in left field and not that actually important to focus on. So I figured we could run through this list together and see what you think about these. Sounds like a plan. The first one on the list caught me kind of a little off guard when I was reading it because it seemed so little and simple, but it said, have a great mailbox. Is that really a a top selling feature and secret? You know what? There has been many, many times I have told a seller to get their mailbox painted. Okay. Um, You know, I just feel like a mailbox is one of those things that a lot of people kind of let go. You know, it it doesn't need to be an expensive or an over-the-top, you know, just different type of mailbox, but just your standard mailbox. But make sure that the post is painted the correct color, whether it's white or black, and just make sure it is kept up nicely. The letters are crisp. They're clean. They're not peeled off. Uh, The little flower bed around your mailbox is weeded. You know, maybe there's some flowers because that is first impression. I mean, you need to think about when a potential buyer is driving up to your home, they're driving into the driveway. First thing they see is a mailbox. So is it going to make you more money and get you top dollar? I can't say that, but I bet you it could help you to get an offer quicker, which the quicker you get an offer, the higher the price point you more than likely would receive. Yeah, I think that's uh, it's one of those. Uh, I guess that would be a little secret, a little secret, you know. Yeah, just, just one of those. It's things. just it's part of curb appeal. Yeah, I mean, our mailbox. I think when we sold, it was fine. It wasn't the best mailbox in the world, but it wasn't like a couple houses down where the mailbox was almost horizontal. And it, well, that, that's the thing. Yeah, it, it we um, we're not asking you to go buy an There's expensive a mailbox here of mailbox. Yeah. No, uh, that's niceness. not improvements. Yeah, that we're asking you to do, but I mean, just. Make sure, yeah, it's not falling over and it's yeah. clean. Make sure, you know, doesn't need to be painted, power wash. Maybe, you know, make it cutesy around it. Yeah, absolutely. Great points there, Angie. So have a great mailbox. One little tip to get top dollar for your home. Angie agrees with that one. The other one is uh, make sure rooms show for their purpose. So if yeah. you have an office, show it like an office. If it's mm-hmm, a bedroom, mm-hmm. make it show like a bedroom, not a gym or something like that. Most definitely, because even if you don't utilize that room those ways, um, as far as what the true purpose probably should be, the next buyer or next potential owner walking through your home would more than likely use the room for its you know standard purpose. So go ahead and set it up that way, because it can be a little difficult for buyers to imagine how they will live in a home if they're walking through and you have, for example, the formal dining room where it's now just a playroom. Well, what if the buyer walking through doesn't have kids? It just really can throw them off. So yes, you know, let's stage and let's set up the rooms for their specific purpose. Yeah, it's a good point and uh, certainly an easy one for us to follow. So easy, so yeah. easy. The next one is to reglaze the bathroom tub. I haven't really heard of this one. Um, let's make sure that you get your home professionally cleaned, you know, but as far as taking the next steps to actually reglaze it and give it that extra shine. Um, and first of all, it depends on the type of tub that you have. Some are like, a, you know, but we have fiberglass, we have, you know, different style of tubs. Not all of them can be reglazed. But yeah, I mean, if it's dingy, 
that would be helpful. Um, but I can't say that we walk through homes and say, hey, to get top dollar, you need to reglaze your tub. Yeah. <laughs> now, I will say we actually did this, Angie. Did you? We did. did. You? And Did you have like um, like rust stains, kind of like iron stains on the tub or something? So it was actually like, um, I, I believe the tub was not a porcelain tub. It was still like, you know, uh, an insert. It wasn't uh-huh. like the fiberglass or porcelain or whatever. Like it was a com- okay. you okay. Know, composite or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But it was original to the home. So, you know, it was 30 years old. It was, sure. it needed more than just a cleaning. And um, we we had it glazed over and it looked amazing. Really? After getting it really? Done. It looked yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, anytime it, it you know, we're getting a home kind of like stage ready, getting it prepared for the market, you know, whatever you can do to really give it that fresh look is important. So if your tub is showing wear and tear and just age and, Mm -hmm. you know, discoloration, sure. I mean, that is definitely something you can do uh, to make it show better. And I feel like a lot of these things that we're talking about, you know, are really to help it to show better. Sure. Um, But once again, when a home shows better, you will get more traffic because of course the pictures will be fabulous more traffic more people coming into your home you know it's a numbers game the more people we get in the quicker we we will receive an offer and typically then you'll get the highest price point so i get it yeah i we were very happy with the results from it um obviously don't know the longevity of the the service necessarily uh, although it came with warranty and all that good stuff so we thought it looked really good we had upgraded the rest of the bathroom so we would put in some new floors in the bathroom uh, yeah. and, and you don't we had wanna... done the new thing you know so yeah. then it was the only thing left that i've to seen be done. i've seen where people have gone and like you mentioned updated their bathroom and they left the dingy tub yeah. i mean talk yeah. about it almost makes it look worse than what it was right? It's, right it's a big eyesore so we don't want that but the the cost to reglaze a tub is so much less than putting in a whole what new was the insert. cost of that do you remember uh, i want to say it was like Less than five hundred bucks. Okay, right okay. around right around that yeah. mark, something yep. like that. So well worth it. Like a two day process. Uh huh. Um, so it was uh, it was a good good deal. You did you take this one on uh, on yourself? Oh Were no you no the handyman. No, okay. I was not going to do that. I one. know you're pretty handy, and you like to you know. I I like to, I like to knock holes in the wall. Your, from your time word. To time. <laughs> you like to dabble here and there. <laughs> There's things within my skill range that okay. I uh, will stick to. Reglazing was not one of them. Yeah, things that require spraying and and different types <laughs> of chemicals. You know, yeah. I, I could get a little out of control there. It's probably. So. Best that you, yeah, <laughs> le- left that one to the professionals. That's right. That's right. But I uh, have had a good experience doing that. And we did it in the new home as well. We had uh, we had the, the tubs glazed here because they were original. So it's it's been a good experience both times. So I, nice. I would look into it if you really feel like you need to upgrade your uh, bathroom, tub, shower area, but don't have the dollars for an entire reno. It's, a, it's an easier way to go about it. Uh, something else uh, that I found interesting in this list of secrets to fetch top dollar for your home. So far, Angie's in agreement on uh, a couple of these. Sellers, write a letter about the home, similar to how buyers will write letters to the sellers. This is kind of saying do it the other way around. Write a letter about the home and give it to potential buyers. Yeah, um, I've, I've never seen where the seller has actually just given it to potential buyers, but um, I have often seen where there's been a letter left in, like just on the countertop or in a notebook that's left with a home. That may, um, that may be what they're meaning. Yeah, here, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's a great idea. You know, that's just more of taking your time. It doesn't even cost you anything. So just take a little bit of time to jot down what you love most about the home. Maybe some special features that, you know, from reading the MLS sheet or looking at pictures, a buyer wouldn't be aware. Also, maybe talk about the neighborhood. That is one thing that 
you as a seller, you can run with it and just talk about how fabulous your neighbors are and who you love in the neighborhood and all that good stuff and why you really love living there, where as a real estate professional, we can't even go there. We can't tell you who lives in a neighborhood and, you know, really talk about what style of neighborhood it is. So, you know, use that time to really just upsell your home and your neighborhood. Very good point, Angie. Yep, it's a neat little feature, I think. This next one I know that you kind of view as controversial. So this may be our first big disagreement with this list. Uh This particular article really pumped up as a great secret in real estate to list your home under value in order to inspire a bidding (laughs) war. I'm not for this. I'm not for this. And it's funny you mentioned that. Um, actually, one of our listing specialists, Lowry Ligon, came to me the other day, and she was pulling comparables in a neighborhood where we actually just closed. Actually, this week when I was talking about one of our sales, that was that same townhome neighborhood. And she was going on another listing appointment, and all of a sudden, a new listing has popped up. And you know, typically, when you're looking in a townhome neighborhood, it is very straightforward as far as what the homes are worth, right? Like pulling comparables on our end is pretty seamless. Well, one person who just listed their home priced the home just really, 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 really low. And it made no sense. But this goes back to what you're stating right here about listing under value. I said, you know what? Because based on the pictures, I mean, it was as cute as a button. I said, I bet they're testing the market. They're listing it well below value. And their goal and their hope is to get multiple offers and drive that price right back up. And I'll tell you what, I'm not that brave. You know, I'm not going to gamble with someone else's money. And that's what I feel like is happening here. You know, this is not, uh, we're not in Vegas. <laughs> you know, especially when I'm dealing with someone else's money, now is not the time to kind of test the market. And so I don't love that idea, personally, of listing under value in order to drive and get top dollar for your home. You know, I'm all about listing it right. So we do not want to overprice your home, but we do not also want to undervalue it. We need to focus on pricing it just right. And from there, we will then get top value. Another great uh, discussion here on the Savvy Realtor. If you're just tuning into the program, this is the show here in the Triangle and Beyond that helps you learn a little bit about the real estate landscape and some of the ins and outs when it comes to buying and selling. And good to uh, to know that Angie doesn't agree with necessarily everything else that's out there in the media and from other agents in terms of how they do things. There are different ways to go about it and some good reasons there for why Angie doesn't necessarily believe in just listing your home undervalue arbitrarily to try and fetch top dollar. Uh, Not the best way to go about it most of the time. Uh, Another tip on this uh, list, Angie, was to give buyers insider info on the property that's not in the listing. That seems like a weird one. Like, how would you decide what's worthy of not being in the listing so that you can withhold it as insider info? Is that... I, a bit I yeah, I don't quite understand this one, but um, I guess what I could gather out of it is we are limited in our MLS database as far as how many characters we can put in there. For example, in the public remarks, we are limited. I I want to say is it two hundred fifty characters? No, five hundred characters. I can't remember. I'm drawing a blank. But anyways, we are limited to our characters. And so if we want to really talk about as much as far as, you know, what's so wonderful about the home in those public remarks, but there could be so many other great features about your home. So what we always suggest is write up an improvements list. And we can then include that in the document section of our MLS database. So you can really help to then show, you know, all of the extras, all the improvements that you've done to your home to then get your highest value. So yeah, once again, it's just just like writing a letter about kind of your home and neighborhood 
also do more of an improvement list, uh, you know, changes, improvements, you know, little features that maybe wouldn't be noticeable. Yeah, put that on a list. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it's another interesting one there for sure. Also on this list, Angie, is to describe the neighborhood culture yeah. to buyers. I guess that yep, kind yep. of fits into the last couple of points. It it does, it does. And once again, as a real estate professional, that's something that we cannot explain and discuss, you know, because we cannot start talking about, you know, familial status, all of that good stuff. You know, those are protected classes. But as an owner, as a seller, you can tell, you know, the public why you love your home in your neighborhood and why you chose to live there. So yeah, take the time to, to write that note, that letter that we can leave in the home or we could also upload, like I said, into the document section of the uh, MLS and Matrix database. I'm going to breeze over this next one just because, again, I think it kind of falls into the same uh, category here. But, you know, don't forget to list extras like lighting upgrades or tech you've updated or any other yep. trendy features you've added. No, that no went big to our, That was our improvement list. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then um, uh, number nine was create a video tour. I'm not loving this one. Um, We, you know, professional photography is number one, right? Uh, Because most potential buyers, they do their search online. They are zipping through pictures. And if they like the pictures, they schedule a showing. Well, with a video tour, I feel like those are often kind of lost. They're really not seen by the public unless there is a home that they first fall in love with because of the pictures and then they dig for further information and to create a really good video tour I mean that can run you a couple of thousand dollars Um, and I just you know strongly feel like marketing dollars could be used in other avenues to really drive traffic and video is not one of those things that we should be doing Um, that's honestly that's not on one of our marketing um, lists you know we we do other tricks like there's something called a Zillow video which I can explain more in person Uh, we also do more of a panned out virtual tour which we then target you know and put marketing dollars behind that to boost that post but I don't know if they meant here more of a professional video tour. I just don't think that that's needed in our market. And I don't think that's utilizing our marketing dollars um, to the best possible, you know, way and ability. Yeah, the... uh as much as video seems to have taken over the rest of the the rest of the world, right? Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's still something about just that traditional photos, twenty five photos that you get of the home to kind of yeah. give you the impression of it. I find myself craving the video when on our home searches only once there's a home you really, really want to look exactly, at. Exactly, exactly. And you, and you can't wait to go look at it. So you yes, wish you had video. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. But, you know, but to do it, it for every home would no. be overkill, probably. So, yeah, it, I mean, when people, once again, are searching for homes, I mean, they are spending all of two seconds on your listing online. Look, you know, they look at the pictures, and if they don't like it, click next one. They are not watching a two to three minute video. I mean, maybe not spending two seconds. Maybe, you know, 15, I mean, really 10 seconds, right, on on a potential listing. But they will not sit there and watch a two to three minute video for every single home only to find out that, eh, nope, ugly, don't like it, doesn't, you know, work for our family needs. Yeah, it's so. a great point. Last but not least, 10 secrets to fetch top dollar. A couple of these are hits, a couple of them misses. Uh, last one here is get a home pre-inspection. What do you think about that? Uh, you know, I'm not a fan of this one either. 
I feel like I'm, I'm disagreeing a lot here. Um, wah, wah, wah. The, yeah. This has turned the, into the five secrets of I know, <laughs> I know. Reason being is, you know, oftentimes I've seen where sellers have uh, decided to get a home inspection or pre-inspection. They run wild with fixing everything. And then it's time for the buyer's inspection to be completed because buyers don't trust sellers, right? So they still get their own inspection. And, you know, there's still a laundry list of other items. And I find that a lot of times sellers can invest money into their home, which would make them net less, right? So they're not getting top dollar anymore because they fix items that weren't really needed or, you know, not important to the next person that is going to buy their home. So, you know, to me, you know, just even saying, oh, but we got the home pre-inspected, that's not going to get you top dollar because buyers do not trust sellers. Yeah, that's a great point, Angie. Everyone's going to want to do their own due diligence. That's why they call it due diligence, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. 